1: Happy Friday here and welcome to another edition of Husker Chat Live. Sean Callahan with HuskerOnline.com. As always, Husker Chat Live brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at AuctionTime.com. Yesterday at Husker Chat Live, we heard from uh, the offensive players here from Nebraska. Spring practice getting ready to start on Monday. Today, we are talking defense. We've got a whole roundtable table of uh, Blackshirt and Husker Defenders uh, joining us on here, plus special teams. And let's uh, welcome in our guests. We've got defensive lineman Ty Robinson. Welcome to Husker Chat Live, Ty. How
0: you
2: doing?
1: Doing great, man. And uh, we've got inside linebacker Nick Henrich. Nick, uh, great to have you. Welcome here to Husker Chat Live.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: We've got outside linebacker Caleb Tanner. Uh, you got your mute on, Caleb. Uh, so uh, welcome here to Husker Chat Live. Great to have you on. Hey, that ball. And then uh, we've got cornerback, Newsom, Newsome, uh, returning starting corner in the secondary. Uh, great to have you on. Happy Friday, Quentin.
3: Appreciate it. Thank
1: and then you. finally, uh, a newcomer here to the program, uh, but maybe one of the more popular newcomers here on the roster. we got punter Brian Bushini from Montana. Uh, Brian, it's great to catch up with you here again. Thanks for having me. Well, let's get right to it, guys. Uh, spring practice starts Monday uh, for you guys. And by the way, if you have a question for any one of these guys, uh, you can post your question here in the chat function. We will ask your questions here directly to Ty, Nick, Brian, Quentin, and Caleb on Husker Chat Live. And that's one of the fun things about it. It gives the fans the ability to have access uh, to interview these guys and ask questions as well as myself here as we work our way through the next half hour. But um, Ty, practice starts Monday. Um, what are you doing here on this uh, final weekend before spring ball gets going?
0: Uh, you know, just getting ready,
1: uh, staying hydrated, just kind of staying in, uh, just
0: getting ready for the next three three weeks full of uh, 15 practices.
1: What What has the winter been like? I mean, you've been through a few now, at the draft, you're going into your fourth season in the program. Um, what has this winter been like, maybe compared to some past winners? You
0: know, I just see a bunch of guys that are buying in. Uh, I can say that especially for our lifting group on the defensive side I mean everyone's been doing their part Uh, everyone's been getting bigger and stronger and even with our matros that we've been doing I see everyone's pushing each other to their full extent
1: it's a how about you Nick I mean you're going into um, you know another screen as well kind of what's your mindset with this defense with this group and obviously your position group has a lot of experience but few of these guys aren't going to be out at practice so you're going to be kind of really uh leading the way at that inside linebacker spot.
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, set the standard for those young guys and they all do a really good job of working hard and coming in and asking questions and things like that. So, uh yeah, I'm really excited for spring. Uh it's a time where really you have a great opportunity to get better individually and as a team in defense.
1: Do you like spring? I mean, is it is it I mean it, it's 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 hard work. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but I mean is it is it enjoyable? I mean, what do you what, what do you like about spring practice?
2: Yeah, I mean, anytime you can strap on the pads and play ball is always good. So yeah, I really enjoy it. And uh it's just great for you know getting to work with some new guys, some new defensive guys, and just build chemistry as a team.
1: Quentin, um, you know, you're a guy obviously that started last year at cornerback. Uh what did you really gain out of that? And and now you're kind of the old man back there, you're the leader of that group and And you were the young guy a year ago with all those uh, guys playing next to you.
3: Yeah, Um, I feel like uh, this past year, it helped me out a lot, just getting the experience I needed and um, just getting more comfortable with uh, everything that we had going on with the defense. And the older guys really helped me out along the way. Um, And now I just plan on um, passing that on to my young guys.
1: And, and there's five newcomers that came into the secondary room here um, not all of them are practicing this spring but most of them are I mean what what's that dynamic been like for you in that secondary room uh with just so many new guys working to play in
3: um stuff's been uh fun you know uh me and new people um we all been uh making sure we stay close and uh we all hang out um on the weekends we make sure we stay close just to um just to come together as a group. And so basically it's just, it's been really exciting and we can't wait to uh, start spring practice on my day.
1: Well, Brian, uh, you're, you're, you're a newcomer here uh, joining us, um, but you're stepping into a big role as a, as a punter. Um, what, what have you just, what have you gained out of getting to Nebraska here since January?
4: Yeah, I've been really excited to uh, talk with the coaches and some of the teammates, um, I think it's going to be a big step up from where I was at um, the communication and the different things that Coach Bush is doing with special teams. I'm really excited for this season. Um, I had some things come up and so I had to step away from the team for a little bit, but I'm back now and um, all the guys have been super supportive and it's been really cool to meet a bunch of new guys and you know we're settling really good here in Lincoln.
1: Yeah, what um what do you want to get out of this spring? I mean, obviously getting to know your teammates is probably a big goal for you as well, being a newcomer.
4: Yeah I think this spring I'm just trying to get the routine down of how they do things out here and kind of get build some consistency so when I go into the fall I can kind of know what to expect from practice and what my week will look like and um, I'm also trying to develop a routine um, day in and day out to develop a lot more consistency just in my personal life and I think that'll lead to the consistency on the field as well.
1: Well and Caleb uh, for you this is your uh, fifth year at Nebraska I mean you're you're in your uh, your bonus covid year. I mean, what, what do you really want to get out of it? I mean, you've been around a long time. You've played a lot of football. Uh what's your goal for this spring?
5: Uh goal for this spring probably just step up in that leader role, you know, kind of sh- lead by example type thing, you know, uh just still in the defense, you know. I'm trying to like we try, we trying to bring that intensity this year. So that's really one thing I want I want to uh overcoming the spring just showing just showing really showing like this is how defense is supposed to be
1: played you know so where do you think just guys like you and Garrett Nelson really came the furthest last year you said where do we what do I think where, where, where did you guys make the biggest growth you and Garrett Nelson last um,
5: year? just understanding football more you know Dawson he just instilled in us like it's more than just running around making a tackle. Like it's it's more than football than that. So I think that's what me and uh, Garrett grew the most. I feel like.
1: Well, yeah. um, And I want, I want to stick on that subject of Mike Dawson uh, and and bring Ty Robinson back into the conversation here. Um, Ty coach Dawson recruited you to Nebraska, went to the New York giants, came back and started coaching outside linebackers. Now he's the defensive front coach. Um, What's it been like for you? To have mike dawson back in your room
0: yeah i mean it's awesome uh coach t was great but he moved on uh to go pursue something else but having coach dawson come in and i mean especially that he recruited me it helps have that kind of relationship uh between us to i think help excel my game to the next level as well but uh, i definitely know it's going to be a little bit of a change in, for, as the rooms combine with each other but i think everyone's starting to be on the same page
1: got a question here from Brian. It's going to put all of you guys on the spot here, uh, put up here on the board wants to know, name a player that you guys think um, will make a splash this fall. And I know Brian, it's probably gonna be hard for you to answer this question, um, being a punter and being new to the program, but uh, Nick, give us a player that's going to make a splash this spring that maybe people don't know about right now.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I would say uh, I got two defensive guys. I'd say Va definitely, uh, uh, he's had a really great off season, and uh, he continues. You didn't see him; you saw him on special teams last year. But I think he's got a real good chance to jump up and get some really good reps at uh, inside backer this spring. And uh, Ernest has also been great, being a new guy coming in, just asking questions, and he's picking stuff up really fast.
1: All right, so Ernest Hausman and uh, uh, Val Magua, Clements, Quentin, you got anybody? We put you back on. Uh, hold on, let's get your mic back on. you muted, Q. You're back on, man. Uh, You got anybody? I would, uh,
3: I would say just all the DBs that came in, who and it's just made the room so competitive that uh, you never know uh, who you're gonna see out there. So,
1: how, yeah, I mean, give us some insight any of those new, like. Give us a nugget or a story about one of those new guys. Anything jump out about what they've brought to your room, one of those guys at all.
3: Um, I would say that I would say that um Jaden and Deshaun, uh I would say that they're uh they've really been vocal. They've really been getting their playbook as new guys, as new young safeties. They uh they've really been kind of tuned in early on to what's going on, just getting in the classroom, just things like that. Um, all right. Yeah.
1: Jaden Gold and Deshaun Singleton. Um, how about you, uh, Caleb Tanner? What what do you think? anybody that is on your watch list for fans this spring?
5: Um I say really my whole like really the whole back room, whole lot whole D line front, like I feel like we gonna it's gonna be a whole we're gonna be on a whole nother level this year. Like we got we got a coach that can grow us mentally, physically, you know, and we just going to play the game of football we played this year. And uh, I'm ready for the, to see what everybody is going to do, really. Gonna see we, that's, hey, that's the tell of it all. We're going to see.
1: I can't let you off that easy. You got to give me a name. You can't say the whole room. Yeah, name? I I I, I, I think Blaze
5: and, and Jamar Butler.
1: Gunner and Jamari I, they, Butler, all right.
5: Um, they've they they've overcome a lot, you know. They've been sitting down watching a lot, so you, you know, they watched a lot. It's, 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 I, it's, I think it's time for them to emerge.
1: All right, and Ty Robinson, you got anybody you want to throw into the discussion? I mean, there, there's a lot of playing time up for grabs in your room in Casey's out this spring. Uh, I mean, you, you got to expect somebody to emerge from that D-line, I would think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm super excited to see uh, Nash and uh, Colton Feast uh, step up into their role this year and uh, see what they can do. I know Feast has, has really gotten better uh, as his time has been here. I'm excited for him to get the the opportunity to show what he's been working on. And then same with Nash. I mean, Nash is finally just hitting that spot where he's – it's his tickets up next to be punched so we're going to step up to the plates on them but i'm really excited for those two guys
1: all right brian I'll, I'll bring you in on this on this way give me one guy that when you got here you're like damn like i mean is, was there a guy or two that you know when you saw right away or like we didn't have guys like this at montana
4: yeah i would say uh jock at running back is probably the biggest running back i've seen in my life and
1: so that was that was pretty crazy all right well, let's move on Uh, Through the questions here, another one from Brian for Quentin uh, wants to know, Quentin, who is the toughest receiver to cover and who is the fastest receiver on the team?
3: Uh, uh, We got a lot of new guys, so I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't know who would be the hardest to cover right now, but the fastest receiver, I would I would say Xavier Betts.
1: Xavier Bet. So he's faster than Trey Trey Palmer uh may not like I hearing that.
3: I haven't got a Trey Palmer yet. So,
1: we, so we had,
3: I wouldn't know
1: until Monday. So you'll know Monday, I guess. A little bit better scouting report. Yeah. Ty, one for you here. Um, besides Jaques Yant, who is the toughest running back to tackle? Um
0: I mean, if, if it's going to be a downhill guy, I, I think uh, step, Marquis step really brings that thud when he comes downhill. But if it's going to be someone quick, I, I'd say Ramir,
1: um, just because of how fast he is. How about you, Nick? You got any insight, uh, anyone you want to add to that uh, as, as far as pac guys?
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And also say a guy like, uh, like Brody Belt, he's really hard to bring down in space. So got a lot of guys who can move back there.
1: Got a question here for Brian Bushini. It's from Brett. I uh, want to know, have you had a chance to work with the snappers? Um, what are your thoughts on the snapper situation? And is the transfer guy from Georgetown, is he here yet?
4: Yeah, Brady's here. And I've had a chance to work with all those guys. And they're all super, super good at what they do. Um, each of them has a little different um, things that they do well in the snapping uh, area. But I've been able to work with Brady and Cade and Piper and Mitucky, and they're all I'm super good guys and I'm really excited to see um, who comes out on top.
1: Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker online. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So us cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at USCellular.com built for us.
2: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly.
0: From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business
1: icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business
2: sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together i didn't
1: want to do another stomp you out speech
2: it opened up so many more doors the show is called the The Deal. deal listen to the deal listen to the deal on spotify
1: you're just you're just joining us you're watching husker chat live uh, brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. We're taking questions here with Ty Robinson, McHenrich, Whitman, Houston, Brian Buschini, Caleb Tanner. If you have questions you want to ask these guys, throw them in the chat. Uh, we'll get your questions to these Huskers as they get ready uh, to start spring practice. Got one here for Caleb Tanner and Ty Robinson. Uh, they want to know about Big Jalen Weaver. Uh, Caleb, what can you tell us about Jalen Weaver? It, has he made a jump is he a guy to watch this spring? And uh, I'll let Ty chime in on that as well. Most definitely.
5: Most definitely it has made a jump. Weight room and all aspects of football, you know, stayed in the uh, meeting rooms more, you know. going to be a good spring for him, I feel like. So I, I feel like it's a great
0: year for that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he got his first year out of the way, so – he kind of has got the understanding of the ropes of how we run the defense and kind of what we expect, and so I'm I'm also really excited to see what he does this spring.
1: Yeah, Ty, there's a group of young guys like Ruquan Buckley and and you know you go down the line Blackwell and Mosai Newsom. he's really not a young guy. I mean, what have you seen just from that group? Because I feel like they've had to wait so long. I mean, Ben Stille was here six years, and DeAndre and Damian were here five years. I mean, those guys really had to wait um before some spots opened up yeah
0: i mean like i said earlier i mean that was just the time to step up uh there really is no room uh to kind of sit back and let everything happen in front of you uh you just kind of take the reins uh yourself and do it that way so i mean those guys i mean we're, we're gonna see who wants it and who kind of wants
1: the playing time more got a question question here um it's from Andy, and I'll kind of rephrase it. Wants to know about one offensive player that maybe didn't play a lot last year that you know maybe has shown flashes that you could see stepping up and being a factor this year. <coughs> and uh we'll go to Quentin on that one first. If, if Quentin wants to take it.
3: Uh I would I would say um somebody who didn't play as much last year, but yeah, really has the talent and is really working. I would say a lot Um Brown. Simply just because I, I've seen what he can do. I've seen what he's capable of doing. Um, he's just been trying to work on his craft still. So, I mean, I respect it.
1: Nick, you got anybody you want to add to that as like under-the-radar offense guy that you're like, all right, he's going to actually have a shot this year?
2: Yeah, I'd say uh, Chancellor Brewington. Uh, he works works his tail off, works really hard. Uh Real good leader, and, yeah, like, it's hard to, like, when Austin was there, but now that uh, Austin's gone, him, Chris Hickman, and uh, Fedoni are going to have a real big opportunity to play.
1: How about you, Caleb?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll go right along with Q said I
5: think a lot of big brown on me enough that he should be. You know? So I think he's going to have a great year here and uh,
1: ready to say. Ty, you got anybody on? Uh, I'll ask you offensive line. I mean, is there anybody under the radar that's going to push on that offensive line that you go against in practice?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm excited to see uh, E Pipe uh, at center. Uh, I know that he got him and them in Trent are new new center to fill this one in for Cam. So I'm excited how that goes. And then uh, also Teddy. Uh, I know he only played a little bit and then had, had his knee injury,
1: but um, when he that i'm excited to see that progress as well all right let me see here um got another i got a question for brian um brian outside of kicking the ball what do you like doing outside of those responsibilities i mean i, I guess i don't really understand the question for romando but um you know is there is there some i guess when you describe yourself as a kicker what, what would you say your strength is as a punter
4: um, probably just my ability to punt the ball directionally. Um, I know last year, some things happened with that and helping to do a better job of hitting the ball directionally. And then um, just being able to kind of support the other guys, whether it's field goal or with the snappers, just being able to kind of be there if they're having a down day, Um, just help pick them up. And I think just being kind of a supporter on the team is something that I'm hoping to do well.
1: Got a question from Brian. Um, I'm gonna go around the horn on this one. Um, what is your favorite spot to eat in Lincoln? Ty Robinson, uh, you take this one first. Burrito Express. You can find
0: 48th and Vine.
1: One of the best places we got out here. Uh, they're
0: actually from back home, so it was awesome to see them come out here. Small local business.
1: You've got kind of like a loose NIL affiliation with those guys too, right? Yeah, a little
0: bit. I'm, I'm gonna plug whenever.
1: How about you, Nick?
2: Yeah, I'd say probably uh, Honest Abe's. I like their burgers. They got good fries. I go there a lot when I can.
1: You got a spot?
2: Oh, yeah. I got uh, I got Hero
3: 88. That's my spot. I go there all the Here. time. I, I get the rice with the sushi, all that. I mean, yeah, I go there all so the you, time. You go
1: sushi, not Chinese food there.
3: I go Chinese food with the sushi.
1: Double go, up. So I go both. How about yeah. you, Brian? <laughs> have you been around enough to get a spot figured out or two?
4: Um, I like Texas Roadhouse. It's probably well, – I think a lot of people here have been there probably. But um, that place is always packed,
1: and I like their rolls. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that place. And Caleb, you got, spot, you got any spots? Um. um.
5: Shogun. Shogun. Yeah. You gotta block some time off to go to Shogun though. Shogun's where it's at.
1: That's the place for me, man. Yeah, you you can't beat that fried rice at Shogun. Can't. Can't it's worth the extra two, three bucks for fried rice. Definitely. All right, we got a question here from Andy wants to know who is ready for Ireland um ty you got any thoughts on Ireland I mean I know you got a game out there but I mean, you gotta you guys got to be excited about this trip going out there in August
0: Ocean before so that's gonna be a new experience for me but I also never been over there new 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 experiences for everyone I think Nick
2: yeah I'm super excited I'm stoked uh I mean, we get—we're really blessed to be able to go to a lot of places around around the country, but to be able to go to Ireland and play a game there is going to be uh, surreal.
1: How about you, Quinn?
2: Uh,
3: I'm I'm really excited uh, to go to Ireland. Um, it it's just something I never thought I would be doing going to Ireland. I just want to see how it is out there, I, even outside of playing the game. I just want to see what's different there and. Just things like that.
1: Brian, have you studied the stadium a little bit? Kind of uh, see how it is for a punter?
4: No, yeah, a little bit. I think going to Ireland going to be cool, but I would imagine everyone would agree with me that uh, our main goal is to go over there and win a football game.
1: Caleb, I mean, you got any thoughts on uh, week zero going out to Dublin, Ireland? Um,
5: I'm ready for it. I'm ready to play in the stadium. I think that's what I'm most ready about. Just playing. Like, are we... I'm not even gonna ask. I was feeling as I was playing in like a soccer stadium, so it is.
1: Yeah, I was there um, in December, and they they play rugby. They play soccer. Ooh, yeah. It's fifty-two thousand. Really, really nice grass. Oh yeah, um, surface, and the crowd is right on top of you. I mean, like the fans are going to be like right on you. It's it's a really great stadium to watch a game at. So, um, for anybody going out there, I think they're going to like the trip quite a bit. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-ads.com. Um, gotta okay, I'll I'll spin that to the next question about stadiums. Favorite Big Ten stadium to play a game in outside of Nebraska? uh ty what do you got uh i think i
0: think uh michigan state was a pretty good stadium to play i mean they got a pretty good atmosphere for the game that we played against last year so uh i mean it's the only thing that really resembled but didn't even come close to playing like a game immemorial how about you nick
2: yeah honestly i don't really notice a whole lot of difference i mean environments are always great but uh like michigan State, if i had to pick one really but I don't know. I really don't uh, notice it too much, honestly.
1: Quentin, you got a favorite uh, stadium you've played in so far in the Big Ten? Oh, we lost Quentin. Okay, Brian, um, how about FCS? Um, Tell us more about Montana because, you know, you study FCS venues. They had one of the better venues in the country. I mean, uh, what was it like playing there for the last few years?
4: Mm -hmm. It was pretty sweet. We have definitely one of the best environments. Um, We played the University of Washington last year, week one. And I'd have to say Montana's home games were louder and more uh, hectic environment than that. Um, the fans show up and they pack the house every week. But um, I'm super excited to come to Nebraska because I heard it's just such a much bigger stage. And um, talking with Samori, uh, he said that, you know, it's pretty incredible the atmosphere out here. All
1: right, Quentin, back to you on this. Uh, what's been your favorite Big Ten venue you've played in so far?
3: Uh, I would... Mm, I think I would have to say uh, Michigan State as well, but uh, I I like playing at Oklahoma. I think that was I think that was the best uh, the best place that we played at besides the home. Uh, Oklahoma was a great uh, experience just just because the type of energy it brought to the you know to the whole game. Man, it was just it was just exciting.
1: Yeah, I forgot. I mean, obviously, 2020, you guys didn't get fans anywhere. And going to those stadiums, they were empty. They were eerie. I mean, just going to Rutgers and these places where there weren't any people in the whole stadium. But uh, I'm sure just having that crowd at Oklahoma was one of the better experiences. Uh, Caleb, how about you? Uh, Do you got a a favorite stadium? You've been pretty much most of the Big Ten now other than maybe Indiana.
5: I had to say – between Ohio State and Michigan. Probably those two probably be like closer to Memorial Stadium.
1: All right, uh next question here. Best player you've played against in your time at Nebraska on an opposing team, Kai. Um shoot.
0: I mean that was, I mean that whole Wisconsin line last year was probably one of the better O lines we faced along with Minnesota uh, Minnesota, they gave me a run for my money. So I, I definitely say that's probably the best O line we played last year. They're saying that
1: Minnesota O line might have four guys drafted. I mean, if they'll like it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Nick, you got who's who's the best uh guy you faced off against when you kind of look at offensive players?
2: Yeah. Uh... I'd say probably Justin Fields. That was the during the COVID year when we played him, but he was he was really really good. He's on another level.
1: Quinton, you got anybody? Uh
3: yeah, definitely. But I I, I I agree with what Nick just said. Um, the COVID year when we played against Justin Fields, uh, I think that was the best person that we had seen. And uh, I think the Ohio State receiver core this year was.
1: Brian, who's been that's, the best that's, FCS that's player?
3: Good all uh
1: Brian, who's been the best FCS player you've played against?
4: Uh Troy Anderson at Montana State. He was just down at the senior bowl, but uh punting to Trent McDuffie
1: at Washington last year, he's gonna be a first round pick at corner this year. Caleb, you got anybody uh when you think about all the quarterbacks and running backs that you faced off against, lineman, uh best guy you've seen.
5: Uh, gotta be Justin fields. Yeah, probably Justin Fields.
1: You know you guys sacked him more than anybody did a year ago when he was there in that opening game? He was a guy, man. He was a guy. What about that that run, that running back from Wisconsin? I mean, was he as hard to tackle as it looked this past year? No. Bray, uh, Braylon Allen, is that his name? I think Bo Al or Bray, or Allen. Yeah. Number he's, zero. Say that big thick
0: kid
1: yeah he was thick though and you guys were there like there were a lot of opportunities where you guys had him and it just like he just got out of got out of there somehow yeah all right let's uh let's move through andy by the way says to you uh quentin that blue sushi is better than hero 88 so he just wanted you to know that going in um (laughs) All right, Andy wants to know for Ty, where should he eat in the Phoenix area besides In and Out? Give him a good Phoenix spot. Los Favoritos, if you're looking for Mexican food, Los Favoritos. Is that north or south? Where's that at? Uh,
0: I think it's gonna be more southeast by in like the uh, Gilbert Chandler Mesa area. Uh, uh, they got a few out there, but definitely get their road
1: tacos. All right, let's move here through the questions. You're watching Husker Chat live as we. Uh, wrap things up here with um, a group of Nebraska's defensive players Um, and this one's for all you guys when you're a freshman you know I think you probably come into Nebraska expecting like what the defense is going to be like and then you get here like how much harder is it to really learn a true college scheme and Nick you could start off on this one first I mean you're a really intelligent player every coach I've ever talked to about you says how well you pick up things I mean for you Evern, what were the challenges uh, of picking up a scheme right away
2: Yeah, I mean, you think, you know, like football and stuff coming into college, but it's like speaking another language, honestly. So uh, I think it takes a while for anyone to truly understand, like, everything in the defense. And it takes a while to – because linebackers make the calls. So it definitely takes a while to be uh, confident in your calls.
1: How about you, Caleb? I mean, you've been here a while. You've been with Shenander now for a long time. Um, What were the challenges early on – 'Cause I know um, you know, they, they put you out there a lot as a freshman when you first got here. What were the hard parts of coming in early to learn a scheme?
5: Right. Um finding that that way that you're gonna learn the defense. Like everybody learned difference. For me, it was repetition, like practice. I had to actually do the do what they were teaching me multiple times before it got instilled in my brain, like, okay, this is this is this is this is this. You know, uh, for me, it's, it's repetition. For others, it might be sitting down, writing notes over again, over and over. For others, might might be sitting in the coach's office, you listen to them over and over, like repeatedly, you know, ask questions. That's another thing. Uh, you got to learn how to ask questions and communicate, sit down and not knowing and just expect that it's going to come to you one day. But... I think that's the thing that a lot of people get uh, mistaken when they come
1: into Yeah, how many Caleb? How many um, young guys when they come in think, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna run right through people and run around people, and you oh, know, it, and they they can just make it look easy, but it's obviously not."
5: Oh yeah, most definitely. I think that's every man. Every is gonna try and run out with head cut off, but it takes that you know. You no, know, it takes college for that—that that, for him to uh, understand is more to football than just running around with somebody. trying to run past the old lineman, like you know what I'm saying. So it's—it's it's a lot that
1: comes with it. How about you, Ty? Um, I mean, you've been around, and when I remember about your first years, you got some games early, and and I, I believe you even started the Wisconsin game, if I'm—if I'm not, or played a lot in that game as a true freshman. So you were able to get like that four game rule and, and get some good reps. But even then, you know, you had the physical tools, but just learning it mentally, how hard was it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a challenge for me, kind of like what Nick said. It's a whole new language, uh, like even now with Dawson's room. I mean, Coach T used different different words and different sayings for the same stuff that Doss says, but in different ways. So now I'm, I'm trying to learn Dawson's language for how he teach the game of football and then i mean that freshman year i mean you you may think that you got it all down on pen and paper but when it comes to actually doing it on the field just like caleb said you need practice doing it
1: over and over again because it's not the same and it, it doesn't look it's not as easy as it does on pen and paper ty uh follow up here from another user um cole wanted to know since you're from arizona how well did you know chuba and and obviously yeah. the guy you've connected with uh
0: i i knew of him i mean i did a like a uh, shop with jocks type deal a long time ago with his family and then um, I always knew his brother uh, from Perry Brock Purdy and then kind of followed him to Iowa State but uh, I mean I, I wouldn't say that we were like the best of friends in Arizona but
1: since he's been up here we've, we've grown grown a stronger and better uh, relationship I think. All right, guys. Well, uh, appreciate on a Friday you, you all taking some time to join us here on Husker Chat Live. I'm um, looking forward to practice starting Monday. Uh, thanks again uh, to Quentin Newsome, Ty Robinson, Nick Henrich, um, Brian Buschini, Caleb Tanner for joining us here on Husker Chat Live. Once again, brought to you by Sandals Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. For huskeronline.com, I'm John Callahan.